Ademai Kikone. Hi. Good morning. Morena. Elijah and Karen here. We are the pastors of Unite and we are a church of small communities that apprentice under Jesus. As a faith community, we desire to grow as apprentices of Jesus according to the Bible by the power of the Holy Spirit. Devoted to God in Jesus with one another. Showing the world the love of God. I want to take a moment to go off script from Ooh, Acts this week. Wow. And okay, Karen will okay, take okay. us back around to speaking on Acts. And I want to spend some time to remind us of our purposes as the gathered church. I like gathered church. Um, um, also to say, we'll be going around the neighborhood churches. So you'll see us at a church near you. <laughs> Face to face. We just want to, we just feel God's released us into that space and I'm part of our grace um, and our purpose is to encourage uh, that, that you would feel seen and that you have a part to play and that um, you are loved and also that you can bring God's love to the world. Yeah. You can do it. So anyway, I want to go to script and I love to share, um, I love to continually refocus myself and us as the people of God on um, what it means to be the people of God. So as we practice the way of Jesus in community together, it's important for us to stay focused on our purpose as the body of Christ. Um, and it's exciting as you unite to be this tiny community of the mm. body of Christ and to be a part of this beautiful uh, body of Christ that spans history and across the whole globe. So thank you, Jesus. Um, it's easy to start something with clear understanding and full energy and then drift over time until what we have become is different from where we started. It's called, um, in organizations, it's called a mission drift. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's easy for us to do that as people of faith. So biblically, what makes a church? What sets our gatherings apart? Does it matter what we do? I think it does. I think the gospel narrative shows us that there are three core focuses that help us live as the people of God and together as the people of God. Without them, we begin to lose our way. So they are one, worshiping Jesus as Lord, two, loving one another, and three, partnering in God's mission. So we should always be thinking in our minds those three things as we come together. What's the point? Um, It's nice to have a cuppa. It's nice to share about our life stats. That's all great. But these three things are what sets us apart. So Matthew 22, uh, 35 to 38 says, um, starts with one of them, an expert in the law tested him, Jesus, with this question, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. And he was quoting uh, scripture. This is the first and greatest commandment. Worshipping Jesus as Lord, worshipping the triune God, Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, as creator, um, as God, as saviour. Through Jesus, we enter the Trinity. We are called into the love of God, invited in, saved into the love of God. By grace, we are made aware of his love, made able to receive it, and then given the grace to respond to this triune, to the triune in love. We come together to focus on Jesus to encourage one another to trust him in all we do and to share um, our woes and to celebrate um, what God is doing together and to come to him with our victories and with our wounds Mm -hmm. and to focus on Jesus, the healer and savior of our souls. Mm -hmm. So a question to help us stay focused is, how is your trust in Jesus growing? 
How is your trust in Jesus growing? Good question. The second thing we do is focus on loving one another. Jesus told us all of the law and prophets hang on the commandments to love God and then to love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus placed these two together. He then told them the parable of the Good Samaritan, revealing that selfless love is how we are to act as partners of God in this world to whomever we come in contact with. Is it the right way of saying that word? Whomever. I think so. All right. But I'm not sure. Then later with his disciples, Jesus narrows the focus. He places a practice ground of love between loving God and loving your neighbor. So we like to go, love God and then love your neighbor as in this big vague thing. It's just, we just love whoever. And although that is true, Jesus adds a specific, specificity, specific. He adds a specific practice ground. The community of God, the, ch- mm. the people of God, mm. the followers of Jesus. And so it's like, okay, worship Jesus. Yes. Respond mm. to his love. Adore him. And then practice love and community. Love one another. Um, and then... Um, this enables you or is the practice ground for you to be loved to the world because we become love as we practice it so uh, and, and we see this from John 13 34 35 we all know this by now everyone say it together a new command uh, right. um, a new command I give to you love one another as I have loved you so you must love one another by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another how we treat one another as led by the Spirit sets us apart as people of Jesus. And this love is to be shaped by what Jesus had just done before he spoke this. So he spoke this in context of um, a moment. Mm. He washed his disciples' feet. He enacted servant leadership. And he calls us to do the same with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Because it's how we share love together, not just in moments, but in relationships mm. that reflects the glory of of the triune God. Mm. Three in one, love and relationship. We want to regularly consider then, how are we being led to serve one another in love? And then our third focus is partnering in God's mission. Now, many, I think many, many of us struggle with this. Um, And so I just want to take a moment on this. Matthew 28, this is 18 to 20, and we all know this one as well. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always. I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Holy Spirit is within us to lead us in God's mission. We are not followers of Jesus on our own terms, but on his. It's his mission that we join into. We learn to sense the prompt of the Spirit and to trust and to obey. Because this is what we were made to do. And as we trust in our day-to-day, we're believing that God's saving love would be revealed through us to those around us. So we don't just gather to worship and to share love. We gather to encourage one another on this mission of God, that his love would flow through all of us and to those in our worlds that so desperately need a revelation of his unending and saving love. The love they were made to know. It's worth regularly asking, therefore, how are we being led to partner in God's mission of revealing his saving love to our city? Mm. The truth is, God is at work around us all of the time. 
This takes a change in thinking to see that God is present where we already are. I have so much more to say on mission, but for now I'll say, let's not forget to focus on God's mission while we gather. Allow yourself to be led to prayer for God's will in Nelson, in our context as in heaven. These focuses are important because our rhythms shape us Mm. and we desire to be shaped in God's image, becoming more like Christ. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to do this in us. And it's our work of consent and engagement that responds with the prayer in us, Lord, as it is in heaven. (laughs) My dad just walked in. I'm like, what is happening? Um, I want to talk about group dynamics, or or not even group dynamics, maybe a little bit, um, but about... Yeah, kind of the second thing you were talking about, how we love each other. Um, and I'm also going to yeah come back to Acts. In reading Acts, I've been struck by Paul and and the relationships that he has. Um, while there have been quite a, quite a lot of names mentioned as we've gone through, um, three of them stand out, and I think we can learn from them. Um, the first is Barnabas. In many ways, he mentors Paul from when he first gives his life to God. We need people in our lives that will teach us, guide us, correct us, encourage us, and see potential in us. Mm -hmm. This takes humility. It takes us seeing that we always have more to learn and someone else can teach us that. The second relationship we see with Paul is Silas. They're buddies, (laughs) mates, peers, doing the journey together, learning together, growing together, going through things together. There's something significant about kingdom friendships. People that are close to you, close to God, and that you can share life with, pray together, and journey through whatever life throws at you. And the third relationship is Paul with Timothy. In ways similar to Barnabas initially, Paul begins that mentoring relationship with Timothy. Where on one hand, mentoring relationships take humility, they also take prayerful courage knowing when to share life advice with someone else, encouraging those who are younger than you or have walked through something that you've experienced. It takes prayerful courage. It's not always the time or place, hence why there needs to be prayer involved. And I have some questions in here as I go, but um, is it easy or difficult for you to name people in your life in these categories? It's a healthy thing to reflect either in thankfulness that you have people in your life that love you, care for your journey with God, or it's a good opportunity to reach out again with prayerful courage and begin the journey of forming new relationships. We need each other. In a big group setting, it can be hard to know where to start to begin the process of building a friendship with someone else. But in a small group, you can take time to learn about other people observe others before you jump in, like I do that, um, and discover people's gifts and strengths and ways of being. We need each other. We need God and we need humans to help Mm -hmm. navigate us through life. And just like the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, the Father and Jesus all do different roles as they were designed to do, but they have the same heart and the same purpose. So take some time either in the group today or in your own time to process or if you like have a stock take of the people in your life are there people in your life that encourage you that build you up that um, ask questions that 
that you can just be with, mm. be yourself with. Um, and if not, then you need to find some. And a good place to start is your neighborhood church. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. And as, as always, take it to prayer and allow God to lead you. Yeah. Awesome. Here are just a reminder of some questions for us to share together as a community of Jesus. Tahi, how is your trust in Jesus growing? Rua, how are we being led to serve one another in love? And Toru, how are we being led to partner in God's mission of revealing his saving love to our context? And yet again, to finish, thank you to Unite, to you, Unite, for your regular giving into community life, your regular gifts of money and time, committing yourselves to the word and to prayer, and the practice of Christ's love in community. We're thankful to Jesus for you. Mm -hmm. And for those of you out there that feel led to regularly give, if you don't already or want to get in contact or are interested in neighborhood church rhythms, you can find info or get in contact on our website, unitechurch.org.nz. And this video is available in podcast form anywhere you listen to podcasts. And just a reminder, we will be doing all-ins on the last Sunday of every month in place at our neighborhood church gatherings. So our next one will be on the 26th of March, this time at 10 a.m., and we will give you many reminders <laughs> until then. This is your second one. <laughs> so to finish, may we rest in the goodness of our Father. May we trust in Jesus as Lord. May the Holy Spirit form us and guide us as we journey together. May we practice Christ's love and community. And may we partner with God in his mission of reconciliation and renewal. Above all else and in all things, may we know that we are truly loved uh, by God. <laughs> nice. Quite simply, yeah. <laughs> We're praying for you in the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Aroha nui.